Okay, we're rolling. <laughs> okay. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Hi. <laughs> uh, my name's Evan. My name's Addie. Uh, and we're starting this because there's nothing better to do these days. True. Um, this is an idea that like I've had for a while, and now that the uh, the time has come that there's nothing going on, just at home all day, decided to actually make it happen. Um, so basically, the plan here is to kind of have a starting point for uh, when people ask, like, I want to watch more movies or like read more books or something, but I don't really know where to start um that's what we're here for uh i'm like a film major i'm studying film in school right now so that's kind of my area of expertise um yeah what about you what do you got um i'm a psychology major which i guess is not really going to come up at all <laughs> anywhere in this podcast but I also read a lot. I'm a big reader. So my part in this will probably be mostly talking about great books and how to read more books. Yeah, we kind of cover each other's bases because I'm trying to read more books, but I watch a lot of, lot of movies. Yeah, I would love to watch more movies. And I do need to know where to start. So <laughs> It all works out great. Um, yeah, so like people, a lot of people have been asking me um, here recently a lot, ever since like we kind of been on lockdown about like, I, I want to try to watch more movies. And yeah, I definitely get that with like books too, and people even like not just reaching out to me directly, but just on social media in general, being like. I really want to read more while I have nothing to do. Like, does anybody have book recommendations? Tons of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and like, it's, it's hard for me just because like, rec the, in like learning in class about like different ways to watch movies and stuff. Um, like it's a lot of it is about looking at it a different way than I guess what most people are used to. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard to like kind of get people on the same page with that just by like recommending stuff like just like here watch this movie and talking about it it's a bit harder to kind of just like get on the same page so I was hoping to kind of lay a little bit of a groundwork based on like what kind of the certain stuff that I'm learning and like kind of the way that like I watch stuff I guess yeah I love that I think that's a great idea um yeah is <laughs> like someone comes up to you says I want to read more books what are what are you telling them <laughs> um I think learning how to read more is something that kind of requires a lot of trial and error you know it's not mm. going to the same for everybody but I think that the general gist is making sure that it's something that 
you actually enjoy spending time on. So choosing books that you're interested in, like obviously, but also not being afraid to put down a book that you started and aren't mm -hmm. enjoying. Like don't force yourself through it. It has to be something that you look forward to and can become like a habit that you practice daily, just like anything else really. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. Because like a lot of people like, especially with reading, because I feel like there's a lot, because <laughs> it's like with movies, I think that people just kind of are looking at it and I want to like, in an incomplete way and are kind of like closed off to like a lot of different stuff out there. But I feel like with reading, it's kind of more that just people don't read at all because they yeah. <laughs> like have lost that at some point. And even if they want to like kind of get back into it, it's, it's hard. Yeah, I definitely agree, especially just because you know, stuff like watching movies is not required in school most of the time, like it is for you because it's your major, but reading is always something that is like required in your education. So it becomes such a chore for so many people and it just becomes so associated with like homework and other things that you don't like to spend your time doing necessarily. But like reading can be just as entertaining as any other kind of media if you're searching out stuff that interests you. I agree. Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy, like getting into a good book and like you just lose track of time because you're just reading it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like hard to find. But then once you get it, it's it's all worth it. True. Hopefully I can help it make it easier to find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I I didn't read for a while, probably like through high school, like I did for class, but it wasn't really something that I would do for fun. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of picked it back up recently. I actually watched like a YouTube video that was about kind of all the benefits. It was like well-produced. It was like a whole thing. Right. But, and I think that like reading especially and like being more mindful about stuff mm -hmm. is it just opens up so much more things. Yeah, I completely agree. You can gain so much new perspective from, from books. Same with movies, though. Do you want to talk about, like, watching more movies? Yeah. Um, so I think the biggest thing is that there's the, like, not being, I don't want to, I don't know, like, what terms to use here, because a lot of people, like, call themselves cinephiles, and I really <laughs> hate that word. <laughs> Why? It's just, I don't know. It screams asshole. Like anyone who likes describes themselves as a cinephile, it's just, it automatically just like makes them seem completely pretentious and like, it's funny. So, but there's a lot of people like pretty much, and this is in film school as well, is that like a lot of the people don't watch any like movies that are out there, I guess, because they're just like closed off to the idea of like a different because I guess this is what I was trying to say before um mm -hmm. is that the like the type of movies that people are used to and like make up the majority of what people see without trying to search out different stuff is only like the very smallest portion of all the interesting things being made out there mm -hmm. 
and um i le- i like for me there was a few certain like movies that kind of opened up like my like world like the world of like what all is out there mm-hmm. um but it's like there's no kind of like one movie that'll like open up everything for you it's kind of just like a process of trying to watch more stuff right um and this like this isn't just for kiddos either a lot of old people i know like grown adults i don't want to say grown-ups just because i need to start like realizing i'm an adult (laughs) and not a kid anymore but like older (laughs) people are like also like that it seems that and uh with like older people especially it's they think they know more than you always so it's hard to like open up that box um but like if so anyone who's thinking like yeah I want to watch more movies but I don't know what to like how to go about it um something that helped me a lot because I started getting into movies um like my junior year of high school mm-hmm. and something that helped me a lot is that there I found this book um, a thousand and one movies to see before you die. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's like honestly just a really good starting point. Um, okay. To kind of open that up, and like by starting point, I don't mean watch everything in there and then <laughs> and then you started. It's more that like it kind of has the superlatives of of like each kind of different area of like country and genre and stuff okay so like you see something and if you like if your mind is blown by it it kind of is a starting place to kind of see oh let's let me watch more stuff in this genre or from this country or by this director right um so that i would recommend that and it's like it's a book that you have to buy but i'm like the book for each movie in the book there's like an essay that goes with it but you can find the the list itself online pretty easily um and the other thing that i would recommend would be to log what you watch mm. um like i use this app letterboxd for movies um and that's like a big feature of that it's like a social media mm-hmm. um but it also and like the the social aspects of it are fun but I reckon, like, I don't know, <laughs> it's not for everybody, and I don't even know if it's for me a lot of the time, but <laughs> it's, it, the, like, the feature of being able to just log whatever you watch, like, it has, like, the date, and then you can, like, rate it, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's huge, like, to be able to keep track of, like, when you watch stuff, but kind of just, honestly, like, it helps with, like, goals, because, like, you, it's right. all there, you can see, like, I'm trying to watch more it's like I watched this certain amount this given week and like set goals for yourself like I'm trying to watch over 300 movies total this year nice which is kind of an out there goal but yeah. at this point it seems very easy because I'm just at home yeah <laughs> I probably will be for a while so I'm watching movies like crazy yeah, there's um, like a book equivalent of Letterboxd too. It's called Goodreads. And oh, huh. I would agree that that's like a great place to start for reading more because it's the same kind of concept where you can make a goal for how many books you want to read in a year and it tracks that for you. And 
you can write little reviews to keep track of which books you're enjoying and which ones you're not and how much you're reading. It'll even do like page count per day if that's something that you're interested in. And then also there's like the social aspect on that app where tons of people are making lists of books that can be like super specific if you're looking to find something new that's like, I loved this book by this person. Like what else are people reading who also love that book? That kind of stuff is so easy to find on Goodreads. So I would agree. Apps like that are a great place to get started. Yeah, that's like kind of the same as, that sounds like the same as Letterboxd. I'll have to check yeah. that out. <laughs> um, but like as far as setting goals and stuff, that's a huge thing that helped me get into reading more is that it mentioned it in this YouTube video that I was talking about, is that if you just read like 30 minutes a day of whatever, then it just adds up so quickly and it's like easy yeah. to get that ball rolling. Yeah, that's really true. Because I know like for me, for a lot of things, not necessarily just like reading, but anything, you get excited about it and like you do a whole lot in like one day and it's like, I'm going to keep doing it and it goes well for like three or four and then you miss one and then it just you so yeah I've experienced that many times as well yeah I feel like everyone has but like <laughs> um and then I was gonna say something else oh when you like even if you don't hit 30 minutes just before you go to bed just read a page if you like if you yeah. think if you're like oh wait I like forgot to do my reading today just instead of like watching YouTube before you go to sleep is what I usually yeah. do. But I'll just be like, oops, I need to read. And then sometimes I just get wrapped up in it. Yeah, I, I totally <laughs> agree that you like have to find this balance between like making it a habit that you stick with and you practice all the time, but also like not making it this chore for yourself that you dread. So it's like if, if you just really don't want to read for 30 minutes that day, like don't make yourself read one page like you were saying just like do what you can but don't make yourself miserable over it because that's never going to help you reach the ultimate goal of reading more yeah no for sure um and like when i'm at least i don't know if like this is the same thing that you do but when i'm reading like i don't read one book at a time i usually have yeah. like three or four like in different stages yeah i do too just because like there'll be a day that like I don't want to read a certain book and I'm feeling something. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great tip. And what I like to do is I'll have like three books going and they're all like completely different, mm -hmm. like totally different genres. I'll do like a fiction story and nonfiction book and like a short story collection so that I have like, like options, good variety going. At any given yeah, time. exactly. Uh, what are you reading right now? I'm reading A Gentleman in Moscow, and it's really fun. <laughs> Who's it by? It's by Amor Towels, I think is how you say his name. And I've been, it's been recommended to me at like a million times over the past couple of years, and I've been putting it off. And I'm honestly really glad that I waited until now because it's about this guy who's under house arrest in Russia. And it's just so like relatable right now to read about this person who cannot like leave his home like he's basically quarantined but because of the law not because of the coronavirus i mean it's the law here now though yeah. <laughs> it is the law it's like true. don't leave your house That's except true. for essential industries 
That is true. Yeah, but it's just really fun. It's really kind of, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's, I don't hate this. It's just this kind of like wacky dude getting into shenanigans in this really fancy hotel in Moscow that he's never allowed to leave. And it's just all these like strange people who come through the hotel that he gets to interact with. And it's just a good time. Yeah, that's interesting. What are you reading? Around, or wait, around when did it come out? It's like pretty what time period? It's really new. I think like only two or three years ago. I'm going to gotcha. talk but like it's set pretty currently too, or what? No, it's set in the twenties. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I see. Um, what I'm reading right now is that what you said? Yeah. Um, I'm doing a couple. I've been I've been working on like a Bukowski poem book for I like love Bukowski. four months. <laughs> Which book? Uh, it's like a collection of poems um it's called like burning in burning in water drowning in flame or something but it's just like a collection of like a bunch of poems yeah um and then i'm reading a book for class right now i'm taking a humanities lit class um and the book i'm reading for that is called uh (laughs) i like i read half of it last night (laughs) but it's like as their eyes are watching god or something i love that book yeah it's really good (laughs) (laughs) it's like one of my all-time favorites yeah i was i feel bad but i was on i'm honestly surprised at how good it is yeah it's incredible because um in high school i think we talked about this at the time is that senior year i had to read um what's it called the lesson before dying yeah and I did not like that. I hated that book. So I don't know, like, <laughs> I feel bad saying it, but I don't know if I just, like, I, I thought that I just wasn't, like, interested in, like, that era. Right. Kind of, like, but this one, like, is actually very interesting. I'm halfway through it. Yeah, I feel the um, same. I also did not like The Lesson Before Dying. I actually had to read both of those books for my high school like, class. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing like a modernist, um, like a unit on like modernist writing right now. And I just, we just finished, um, what's it called? As I Lay Dying, um, oh, William Faulkner. It was, it was not bad, but I definitely like this one better. Good um, and then I'm also reading for my own, on my own, on my own time, um, F. Scott Fitzgerald, um, The Beautiful and the Damned. Cool. Have I you read that one? I have not. I've only read Gatsby gotcha. and a couple of his short stories, but I just really like him. Yeah, he's just an interesting guy. Honestly. Yeah, he really is. Did you watch that show that came out about him and Zelda? Huh. It was really good. Highly recommend. Is it on, it on Netflix or what? Oh, on Amazon? Yeah. Oh, that was another thing I was going to talk about. That's the second hardest part about <laughs> recommending like movies to people is that I watch like a lot of the movies that are important are really hard to find. Yeah, that's a great point. Cause like I made a list of like kind of intro stuff for people to get into. And then, cause a friend was asking me for like recommendations mm-hmm. and then they like, none of them were on Netflix or anything. Cause I feel like most people have Netflix. Yeah. 
Um, and a lot of people have Prime, but yeah. what I use for movies most is um, the Criterion channel. I've never heard of that. Yes. Okay. So um, the Criterion Collection is a company that like restores and um, re-releases like a lot of important movies and stuff. It's like all over the board, like American indie stuff and foreign films that are like current and um, just like all areas that just picks up a lot of like of the important movies that like everyone should be watching. Cool. Um, but a year ago they made a streaming service and they put a lot of them online. So if this is like, if <laughs> getting in, if you want to watch kind of like the more, like, I don't want to say important because like there's, there's no like blanket of all the important movies is, are these, and like right. it's up to interpretation too, but, um, the like there's a 14 day free trial for the service like if you want to try to get into that stuff um since we're all like just home trying to find stuff to do <laughs> i would recommend using the free trial now and i think it's only seven dollars a month it might be That's 10 awesome. but there's like a 14 day free trial that i would recommend to everyone to check out and just like find something because there's a lot of movies on there like I hadn't heard of and then like I'm taking a film history class right now and I'm learning so much about everything and my eyes are just being opened <laughs> and like there's a lot of stuff that like I find out are important that like I just saw on there mm -hmm. didn't know what it was so like you can just go anywhere and just find something and it'll be different that's so cool I'm gonna check it out yeah it's uh the it, it it's hosted through like vimeo like all the videos so it uh it buffers out a lot like the connection is kind of suspect sometimes it's not as good as like netflix or something mm -hmm. um and that was actually a problem because i was watching so i set up i made it like a pillow fort in the basement in like the guest bedroom Fine. to like watch to watch movies in <laughs> Um, and I had to watch a four-hour movie for class, so I was just gonna hunker down in my little bunker and just watch it. But then, about forty minutes in to this four-hour movie, which is like still just the start, I just get buffered out, and it didn't work out just because the room is too far away from the internet. Oh, that's such a bummer. Now you can use your pillow for it to read in, though. That's true. Yeah. It'll be my <laughs> my reading area. So what else? We got <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> it's like it's just that like there's a lot of ideas that I kind of have for like what I want to do on this podcast. Okay. But like I don't know how to structure it. Cause like I definitely like the last week of a month or something, mm -hmm. I just wanna like just each of us just go through. And like, since we're like logging everything now, or at least I know I do it for movies and I do, I usually read just like two or three books a month and I just like write it down in a notebook and keep track mm -hmm. of it. Um, but I was thinking just like the last week of every month, we kind of just go through, go down the list and talk about like everything that we saw, like what are like the best things. It's like saw, read, and then like, I wanted to get into music too. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I listen to a lot of music. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> gotta plug the daily 
Yeah. Oh, that's that's another thing. So I I run this um like this Spotify playlist, which is like 30 minutes of music every day. Like I refresh it every day. Um, and for my 30 minutes of reading that like I I like try to get in a day, I usually just put on the playlist and just read. I and love then, that. And then when the playlist is over, I just finish the chapter or wherever I am. And, and I'm going to try reading. that too. I love the daily. Usually I have a hard time reading when there's like music on that. I get distracted, but I'll give it a go. Sounds yeah. Good. It, for me, it honestly just depends. Yeah. Yeah. Rap music is hard to read too. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> but now that I'm at home again, move back into my parents, I just have, I can just stay up late and read and listen to music and it'll be oh, fine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have to share a room. <laughs> Dream. Yeah, I'm kidding. Okay, so I, I like the idea of doing a wrap up at the end of every month. Yeah. That's good. like that's like the one idea that like I definitely know. Yeah, important. Important, very important. <laughs> I was like considering just doing that every episode and just going through for the week, but I feel like that would like limit kind of the content. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, better monthly. And then I was thinking of kind of like we both watch the same thing or read the same book. Okay. Um, something that neither of us have seen or read. Ooh, I like that. Um, and we can kind of announce it beforehand. So if anyone listening wants to join in on the fun. Yeah. It'll be like a just, book club. Yeah. And I was like thinking of doing that like for a book too. Like maybe once and once like every couple of months. Okay. We'll just like we'll like start a book at a certain point and then just whenever like say finish it in a month and two weeks or whatever okay and then it'll we, um, be the same deal should we pick something to watch for this month for april um yeah let's do it okay. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta see what i've been <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to like put you on the spot oh no do you have any ideas no i feel like any movie that I could think of, you have already seen. Uh, I wouldn't say that. There's, <laughs> I have a lot of gaps because, like, I've been just trying to cast my net as wide as I can. Right. There are a lot of fish that are just going, through, <laughs> swimming through those gaps. Um, but I mean, that's okay. And like, I hate how some people, like, this has happened to me before. Is like, ask me if I've seen something, and I haven't. And they're like, oh, you're a film major and you haven't seen X movie. <laughs> and it's usually something dumb. Like, I mean, I don't want to say dumb, but like, I've never seen the Titanic. <laughs> and like, I kind of don't I want have. to. There's like a lot of class. I mean, what do I mean by classics? But like, there's like a lot of movies like that that I just haven't seen. Yeah, it, it makes, I think that it's always going to be like that. There's no way that you're going to be able to ever watch everything that people will have expected you to have seen. I mean, that's what you think, but then there are people like Quentin Tarantino (laughs) who, like, have seen literally everything. (laughs) It's kind of crazy, like, what he'll bring up. And, like, I have, like, mixed feelings about good old Quentin, Mm -hmm. but he, I appreciate that he watches everything. 
Like he doesn't look down on anything as like low art or whatever. Because that's like one thing I found is that like being um, like a college student or whatever is that like I'm learning a lot more stuff that I wouldn't otherwise. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of like it's making me more pretentious <laughs> and I want to avoid that. So like, I like having my influences that embrace both sides of it. Like the Coen brothers are like my favorite, one of my favorite. I really like the Coen brothers too. Directors. I like that you brought that up. I think it's really important to have like equal amounts of like experience, but also open-mindedness. Mm. Like, you can't really let go of either of those things. Yeah. I agree. And um, like that's the one thing that I like the most about the Coen brothers is that um, like they just mix high and low art. And that was, I took a class on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that was a big theme is that they would, like that's where they find a lot of their humor is just right. kind of like having, I don't know, just the contrast of it. I have to give specific examples. <laughs> but as far as like picking out a movie to watch mm-hmm. are you gonna get the free trial of criterion sure yeah i'll do that okay <laughs> because most of like the ones that i've been waiting to watch or, like wanting to watch are on criterion <laughs> okay um have you seen uncut gems yet no i would love to see it I haven't either, but I don't okay. know. I don't want to pay for it <laughs> because it is not out on anything. I was just wondering. I would really like to see it. I think I would really like that one. I do too. Have you seen Good Time? Uh-uh. Okay, so that's the directors who did Uncut Gems. Um, that was like their most recent movie before that. Okay. And they just put it on Netflix. Ooh. And it's it's good, but... uh. I didn't know. I mean, it's, it's very good. I just, it has some problems with it. But. Oh, who's in it? Robert Pattinson is the lead. I love that guy. Yeah, he does like a New York, a New York bit. He's a, he's a New Yorkian. That's so funny. He does so many accents across his <laughs> He's been in a lot of like good stuff recently. Too. True. Have you seen The Lighthouse? Yes. Oh Big man, man. <laughs> I uh, I hadn't like I didn't watch it when it came out or anything. I just saw it at Best Buy. It was on sale on Blu-ray, so I just bought it. Nice. And I just watched it in the basement of my of my house in Boulder. My, I saw my... it in the theater. Ooh. Quite the experience. I really was not prepared going into it for what was about to go down. Yeah, that's fair. I wrote I wrote a review on that one. That's like my most liked review on Letterbox is. Um, for the lighthouse I said like this gave me the same feeling as when I like open up a bag of chips late at night and just start eating (laughs) and I look down after a while and realize that the bag's empty (laughs) that's the same feeling I got watching that movie like I don't know how to explain that otherwise that's very accurate got the same vibes from watching the lighthouse how do you (laughs) feel about Alfred Hitchcock I don't think I've seen enough of his films to have a good opinion how do you feel? I, uh, I love the man. He's in, so like, I just have like this, it's not like an obsession or anything, but I just like ranking stuff or like 
putting things into tiers when it comes to like movies mm -hmm. um and like as like the top tier for directors and both him and the cohen brothers are in that top tier and i've taken like full classes dedicated to both of them so wow. like i have a good amount of knowledge of hitchcock so i think i would have stuff to talk about so i think the movie that i want to watch for this month is uh the 39 steps all right it's uh by hitchcock came out in 1935 it was before he came to america wow one of his british pictures and i've seen this one but like a while ago so i don't remember a whole lot of it i would want to revisit it and i'm pretty <laughs> sure that's on criteria i'm gonna check right now just in case like i actually post this and people see it <laughs> and want to be on the same page okay. um even though i doubt that'll happen but like i think we should just like since we're recording this now um even though like our mics aren't that good we can always like improve this stuff later like i'll probably post this um to like youtube at first not on spotify or anything because you have to pay to have it hosted on like an actual okay. like, podcast thing so yeah. i think just if we if it works out that we kind of are able to keep it up we'll just invest more into it and like make it right but i think it's like more important to kind of just hit the ground running and start it off yeah i agree yeah and it is on criterion so yay and it's, it's not too long but yeah it's uh it's very interesting and i have some hitchcock background to lay down on this <laughs> okay good um like as far as that goes um like when talking about stuff i really like to like rate stuff out of 10. <laughs> okay. I, like movies i like really like that's the way that's like how i kind of categorize and think about movies when i've seen them Mm -hmm. at least like narrative features as far as like books and stuff i don't really just because i don't have the framework of like what makes a right like i've seen enough movies now to kind of know what i believe like a seven out of ten or an eight out of ten or six out of ten is yeah. um so like when i like think about movies that i've seen i just like it comes to mind what i like rate it out of ten hmm. um I usually rate books out of five, <laughs> gotcha. but I can convert to a 10 point scale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and like on Letterboxd, it technically is a f like a five star kind of deal, Yeah. but they allow for half stars. So I just, oh. I just think about it in the terms of out of 10. That's one of the biggest critiques of Goodreads is that they don't allow half stars. So it's just... For readers gotcha. and it's a it's like a five-star system though yeah and no half man good read what will i do well it's okay i don't have that framework in place for like books right i can adapt okay like if yeah. i if i had to like rate movies on like a five scale with no halves couldn't do it <laughs> because a three out of five is very different from a six out of ten to me as far as like if i was to rate a movie a three out of five, like with no halves like a three out of five versus a four out of five against a six out of ten versus a seven out of ten <laughs> miles of difference <laughs> That's funny. 
but we'll just have to figure it out as we go i guess yeah um yeah so if we ever get any listeners i was kind of thinking about like people being able to like send in questions yeah i like that um i think that'd be very fun i just don't know like if that would be able to like warrant an entire episode or if that should just be something that we do is like if there's ever just any questions there probably would only be like a, a few you just like to take some time to answer it right yeah just like at the beginning of every episode just answer a handful of questions yeah i think some of them could get pretty lengthy like if people are asking for like specific recommendations about stuff mm-hmm. that could become like whole episodes of stuff yeah that is true we'll just have to like filter out the questions we'll we'll look at yeah. them before recording okay did you have any other ideas about like what we could do hmm no <laughs> not really I mean yeah like I feel like that takes and because though like I want a big part of it to be just like we get a discussion started and just see where it takes us yeah I agree one thing I do think would be kind of fun as we get going and we start like watching and reading similar things mm-hmm. could be like comparing like book to their movie adaptations oh yeah. gotcha I think that could be kind of fun that would us. be yeah that'd be super interesting just because I always wonder about that. I feel like whatever you like consume first is what your preference is going to be. Because <laughs> hmm. like people say that like it's like the book's always better or something, but I don't know. I feel like whichever, whichever like you like perceive first is what. Hmm. I just, that's how I, experiment with that a little bit, I think. Yeah, I'm down. Just because, like, Scott Pilgrim, I watched the movie first, and then I read the comic books, and I was like, hmm, I don't know about this one. (laughs) And then... I watched um, the Shining movie before, and I love the Shining, and then I read the book, and, like, I don't like that book at all, but a lot of, like, horror Stephen King fans love that book so huh. you might be onto something with this yeah no that's something and like the other one was one flew over the cuckoo's nest um you recommended me that book yes but i was like my i'm gonna read do what sorry my favorite book ever ever wow ever. do i have a favorite book ever <laughs> I'll, I'll think about that one for next episode um, but I read that book before, like, I was gonna watch the movie, but I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna read the book first. I owe it to myself. Yeah. It's Addie's favorite <laughs> book. She recommended it. It was just because, like, you, you recommended it to me, like, in a letter. Yeah, I remember. Read this book, and I was like, okay, I gotta watch it. And then I saw the movie, and I was, like, underwhelmed by it. Really? I love like, that movie. And it is good. I give it 8 out of 10. Okay. It's an 8, it's a solid 8 out of 10, and it's, like, really good, but just like because there was so much hype around the movie mm-hmm. and then like I read the book and the book was so good right the movie like underwhelmed me a little bit interesting because I think in the book the the whole thing that I liked about the book is that the the narrator the narrator like his perspective mm-hmm. on what's his name McMurphy or McMurray I forget McMurphy Murph yeah Murph um like I thought that was the interesting part and then in the movie it was it wasn't 
I don't know. No, that's really true. They totally take away like Chief's narration, like completely yeah. from the movie. And that was like it kind of gives it a different, like fun spin because the entire time you're reading the book, you know so much about Chief and what's really going on with him. And in the movie, his character is so much more of a mystery and it makes the way that his story wraps up a little bit more like thrilling than it is in the book. But it's not bad the way that they do it in the book. It's just very different. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And I haven't like watched it in a while either, but <laughs> I might have to revisit this stuff. But like, that's why I think we're going to get good stuff out of like stuff that we've watched or read recently. Yeah. It's because like, especially like I'm learning all this stuff in film school about like the way movies work. Um, and I feel like I like I'm being able to apply that to something that you saw a while ago, even if like you thought of it at the time is a lot harder than like, I watched it a couple days ago. And I have all yeah. these notes on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm excited about is because whenever I watch something, like I'll have so much to say about it. And then like have yeah. to write my like little letterboxed review and be like, hmm, how do I articulate this in like less than 10 minutes because I'm trying to <laughs> sleep. I definitely feel like that with stuff that I read too. I'm so excited to have an outlet to just like share my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like I saw someone else like start a podcast recently <laughs> and I just feel like it's part of a bandwagon now, but I just want it out there that this idea has been brewing for a while. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> like the beginning of last summer. Yeah. And uh, now that the, now there's just time and like I yeah, only exactly. discovered Zoom now. We're recording through Zoom <laughs> for the time being. We'll see if like that's the best choice. Love Zoom. But love zoom zoom is so great <laughs> yeah i agree that like it's finally a good time for us to actually do this like this is kind of a time-consuming thing mm -hmm. um, for us but it's also i think such a great time for people to listen to stuff like this yeah and really get just ways to kind of pass this time in a way that is productive but also fun yeah sounds about right <laughs> so we're actually like I think like 40 minutes around is like a good length yeah, of time. Yeah, I agree. And like, like we can go over or under. Time. Sorry, do what? It's like standard podcast time, I think. Yeah, gotcha. That's the other thing. Like Zoom is like the way the audio works is that when there's like overlapping talking, it's hard to pick up. <laughs> yeah, I was so noticing that too. We might have to move to a different thing. I don't know. We'll figure it all out. Yeah. It's a start. Yeah, we need to get in like practice too, because gotta get more like comfortable doing this kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it'll be a process. It'll, after we'll just keep it up and then after a few episodes we'll be it'll be great. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um so yeah, that's about it. Sweet. Thanks great. for yeah, thanks for listening to anyone who's listening at this point. <laughs> Um, yeah, so for, do we want to do the movie before next week? Um, sure. Okay, just like watch it sometime this week. Or yeah. like on Wednesday or Thursday or something probably. Okay, and then we'll record on Friday again? Yeah, I think Friday works really well. I think so too. 
thanks for listening to anyone who is and um watch if you have access to it or and if you want to check out the 39 steps um alfred hitchcock before next week nice all right bye now <laughs>